Guys, welcome to News Game Plus. All the news and fun stuff today. Apparently, Nintendo has leaked more information than a nun's eHarmony page. Riot <laughs> starts a partnership, ends a partnership in one go. 2K is going to start making NFL games again. And we're going to talk about our stream careers and, and all the sadness that bears within them in content creation. All this and more on News Game Plus. Let's start the intro. <laughs> We back. Yay. We back. <laughs> I had to mute. I'm I like, still I was, laughing. I wasn't going to say anything on that one. I was like, no. uh, Harmony page. Like, so good. So good. Oh, well played. Yeah, go ahead. Well, we were talking about streaming before we even started this podcast. Yes. So it's like we were like, why don't we make this one of our topics? So we were talking about um, so, transition. Yeah. So why don't, you, why don't you kind of explain what we were talking about, Sean, and, and we can kind of dip back into the, the discussion uh, a bit. So, you know, I, I'm a very candid person. Like, I don't really shy away from any necessary topic when it comes to anything. And today we just talked about money and things like that and content creation, how you do it, how you can get it. Uh, and you know, you, you've also talked about how you're having realizations of, of becoming a full-time content creator versus like reality and, and what expectations you should, you should set. Yep. And like me, myself, like as a full-time content creator, like setting the, the continuation of changing my expectations of what I need to do versus what I want to do and, and that kind of thing. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I just started by talking about both you guys have really good jobs. Or, mm -hmm. or, or you, you yeah. do well, you know, well, mm -hmm. uh, whatever level of satisfaction you necessarily get from them. I'm, you know, it's day to day, just like any other job. Hell, it's the same thing in content creation. Yeah. And, and we were just yeah. talking about, you know, if for you guys to like transition over to full-time content creation, you would have to like do way better than I'm currently doing now for you to even consider that as a reality because you you do well enough with your jobs that, you know the you, you don't want to take something that's steadfast and then turn it into what i'm currently doing <laughs> which month by month could either mean i'm eating steak and lobster or next month i'm eating you know shrimp ramen so <laughs> it, it, it just it varies widely and and the thing is we don't eat steak and lobster ever we just stick with the shrimp ramen that way we can continue to eat more shrimp ramen but it's chicken or beef good thing it's know. tasty though yeah, I mean, exactly it's not right. A terrible choice. I mean, no, I I eat the chicken or beef. It's it's fine. I don't. I never go shrimp. I just really wanted to keep with the surf and turf motif. John, yeah. so, just chop up a hot dog, throw it in there. You're good to go. Uh, Tastes great. Do you, do you need help with that, Tim? I keep <laughs> a better recipe. No, but no. So I mean, it's one of those things that you know most people from from the outside looking in, it's like, oh my god, video games are amazing. This and that. And it, you know, at the end of the day, it's not just that, right? It's it's the it's the it's the long march from from hoping you know where your money's going to come from from one month to the next to uh, sponsors and I mean that's like uh, you know I hope you don't mind me putting you on the on the spit here buddy but you know I got I got denied Twitch partnership last week night got part, denied partner uh, yesterday yep. and it's one of those things me too. where. <laughs> When did you when did you get yours? Yesterday, last oh, night at like yours? at oh, like eleven thirty oh p.m. or okay. something. Uh, well, then I didn't I okay, didn't really care enough. Well, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, all of us no. can commiserate together. <laughs> yes, exactly. So <laughs> it, it's one of those things. Like I'm not going to lie to you. Coming from Mixer, where I had 122,000 follows, I I I don't know. I don't feel like I had a name necessarily. Like 
on that everybody recognized or anything like that. But technically, I could put my analytics up against anyone else's yeah. most times and and probably get what I put in for or applied for. And and getting turned down for Twitch partners like the first thing I got turned down for in years. You know, I I never really went for anything that I didn't feel like I had a good chance of getting anyway. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, getting that, like, you know, it's like that gut punch of starting out all over again. You know what I mean? Where it's like, damn, I went from being someone who, who could kind of just be like, put in an application and expect to, to receive an email saying like, Hey, let's work together to just being like, yo, you got to work for it, dog. Good luck though. Sure. I mean, there's, there's two pieces to this puzzle, right? So the financial piece, yeah. Like we, we kind of talked about where there's, there's trade-offs and it's like anything else, a risk reward, right? Like if you're, you're yeah. taking on more risk personally, Sean, doing this full time, where is you have, I don't want to say, again, having a really good job and having financial stability is nothing to shake a stick at. It means a lot no. more than a lot. And it means means way more than than it's going to sound like I'm trying to mean it right now. But like, Sean has a lot more freedom to be able to create the kind of content that he wants to create and have a lot more satisfaction with the content that he's creating and, and do these different types of things than I do because of being limited to time slots, being limited mm -hmm. to, to time I can put into the stream off stream, the amount of content that I can make, the amount of information and skills that I can, can improve on. Like I would love to learn after effects. I don't think I actually have the time to learn after I, effects, dude. You know I what I mean? Like time to learn after. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like it's hard. Like there's, there's things that you would want to learn to be better in the space to, right. to schedule tweets better, to work with with business partners better, to to do all these things and have more time. And I just don't have it. Like I I very narrowly have the time to prepare for the D&D stream that I do, much less right. like show up and do the Sea of, of Thieves things and try and add things to the stream. So there's a significant mm -hmm. difference in, in what you can put into it. So yeah, we, we were talking, I guess this is kind of where we bring Tim in is we were talking about expectations, right? And, and despite Tim and I really, really wanting to make this more, which is partly right. why we're all doing new game news game plus together. And, and where we did, you know, you guys started retrofits in the first place. Like that's, that's the dream is to be able to turn this into something that's full-time that is stable, that is sustainable, that, that we can go to our significant others and be like, no, honey, like I really am going to quit my job and we're still going to be able to live the same kind of life that we've been living. Patreon.com board slash news game plus. Right. So it, it's, it's just, that's, that's the, the piece of that, right? It's, it's hard to balance the two sides of your life where there's a very traditional like, hey, I went to college and then I worked my butt off to get the job that I have and now I make a decent living, but it's not what I want to be doing. It's not fulfilling. Versus like, <laughs> yeah, versus, versus like, hey, I eat ramen, but I get to kind of do what I want to do. Like, it, right. those things may not sound equivalent, but they really, really are. <laughs> I, I, I think that's where I kind of got lucky. Like my parents have always been the... Like, hey, do it if you, uh, you know, if you do what you want, but we're not going to be mad if you do it your way. And right. so that's like out of college, like I drop out of college, I become a professional poker player for a handful of years. And then, you know, I work with my parents business and then content creation comes around and it's like, okay, well, like I'm going to strive and work towards this and eventually Mixer happened and I, or I went over there when it was still Beam and, yep. uh, you yep. know, I was looking to take off the way I did there. And then, you know, that segued into like, a, a, a full-time gig being a content creator and it's just I, I i i think that's part of like sometimes that that's just who i am like i was going to work for myself regardless of what i needed to do to work for myself 
Yep. And this what is what it kind of turned into. And me and you both have talked before where um, we both we, we both started off on YouTube. I think all three of us started on YouTube. Yeah, we not. Tim, yep. you did too. Okay. I was thinking you did Tim. Yep. Um, and and I think we all got that like instant gratification of live streaming where like when somebody comes in and they immediately are reacting with what you're doing. Yeah. Like that that gets addictive. Like at first, that's extremely addictive you know, and, and after a while, like when you're doing it, as long as we have, like you, you kind of got to find different joys in it yep. besides that addiction, because that eventually goes away. Right. Where, you or know, it doesn't luck, happen as often, right? Like, or it doesn't happen. Like, yeah. Like things change. Right. Especially like depending on what game you're doing, like when you do your D and D sessions, you're not interacting with, with chat at all. Like, you nope. know, you're telling a story. Yep. So, you know, that it, it kind of takes on a different meaning with what you want to do. And, and, you know, and, and the longer I do this, the more I realize, like, I still want to like be mostly YouTube where streams become more of the fun hobby thing that I get to hang out with the community and interact with the community while I'm doing mostly YouTube stuff. Sure. I, and I, I think that's, that's valid too. So to take one more step back to, sure. to cover on the other point that you, you made, which was great, is that there's, there's something to be said about what just happened yesterday. So a, a lot of partners, and I mean a lot of former Mixer partners had put in their applications on Twitch because we were told to, right? They said, yeah. hey, you know, shoot your shot, put in your app, you know, do it through this link. Well, I mean, we even, uh, we even had our part, things, like right? the people, companies were partnered with being like, yo, give us your information. Yep, shoot you know, your shot we, kind of yep. thing. And and so that that kind of gives you a little hope. And it says, well, hey, maybe maybe the work that I put in over the past three plus years on this other platform, amassing a following, amassing a community, building up very formidable metrics again that are you can put up against partners that are on Twitch, and then getting turned down is very much a gut punch where it makes yeah. you think like, well, was was all the work that I put in there was everything that I achieved? Right. Was it really for nothing? And the answer, is, of course, is no because we we have established have communities, communities, we have experience, yeah. we've we've honed ourselves so much as content creators that that you would expect and hope that the the route to get back to that same place on this platform is much shorter than than where we were right. um, on on Mixer. Oh, I can't. However, I, 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 I can't add. Real quickly, News Game Plus also was turned down for partnership. Yes, yes, it was. Sure. <laughs> so i i think I think my I think when I think about my desire to do this sort of thing full time, and I mean it's it's never gone anywhere. Like I, I've been wanting to do this for a very very long time, like five plus years at this point, where I've been doing content creation, and the whole entire time was this is the dream job. This is what I would love to do, day in day out eight plus hours a day, I'd, I'd be happy with it. Um, and I think, I think I got a bit of a false sense of, of my pull, my reach, my size because of Mixer. Well, and I had gotten comfortable in that place. And then I made a, a kind of a dual bladed self damaging step where I jumped platforms over to Twitch way before they did the shutdown. Um, and then I rebranded. So I lost, right. I lost the whatever weight insert coin theater had and changed it over to Tim Cade, which in, in retrospect, I probably should have waited a little longer on the rebrand, that sort of thing. But I feel like after the, after moving over, I had this inflated sense of the value of what I, of me. And, and I don't say right. that in the sense of like, I'm worthless. I say that in the sense of like, I had kind of almost like an ego about it 
where right and, and i didn't really know how to like quantify that until like i really put a lot of thought into it but it's it's genuinely like i had an ego about it where it was I was doing awesome on, on Mixer. Like I was kicking butt. I had like 24,000 followers. I had a ton mm-hmm. of like quarter million views and all this stuff. And like, after I made the jump, it, it was kind of almost like a kick in the shins that my viewership dropped because people, people that were in the community kind of went, Oh, well, we don't really care about you or your content. We care about the platform we're on. Right. And then when the platform inevitably kind of crashed, they followed the people they were watching at the time on Mixer and so the people that came over from Mixer have these huge viewership numbers because they they were forced to move and they never visit back to my stream or, or trickle back into my community because, again, it wasn't really necessarily the content they cared about. It was the fact that it was it was good content on the platform, but they didn't care about me as the creator. It was whoever right. you know was the hotness at the time. Well, for them. I, I I said that the whole time when people would be like, I'm afraid my community is not going to come with me. And I'm like, well, that means they're not your community. That right. just means they watch you on the platform. They're the platform's community. They just choose to watch you on that platform, right? Well, now. you, you got to realize too, right? Like there's, there's a reason that the established creators that are bigger on platforms and have larger followings continue to, to get more, right? Like people like to be attached to things. They like to form attachments to things. And one of the things that Mixer was really good at, and I'll say we were really good at for Mixer, was having people form attachments with the platform. And, and the three of us especially had been there so long that we were really pillars in a lot of ways of the community. And, and we saw, of course, we saw new people come in right, and, and do exceedingly well. And, you know, at least pass up myself and Tim in terms of following and viewership and stuff. But like, there was still a respect that, that was given to us as people that were kind of the foundation of this platform and really propping it up to where it was in a place where they could succeed. And that meant something to a lot of people. And I think the, the, the biggest kind of hard mentally thing that I had to overcome was really the day that Mixer shut down and just like realizing that it really is gone. Like right. in the back of my head, I always thought that there was going to be that home where I could go back to and say, you know mm-hmm. what? Like I'm, I'm trying to build myself up as, as a brand and the, make the community better. I think the content's going to perform better on Twitch overall because the, there's a larger audience there for what right. I'm producing and the platform is, seems to be encouraging more of that content, whereas Mixer was not leaning towards my content. And it feels like it just you got burned and now all of a sudden the house burned down that she used to live in. And now you're just like, well, where the hell do I go? Yep. Like, you know, it, it, it's very much gone. Well, it becomes a, who am I situation, right? You know, it's, I used to be my boomstick and, and like that, like, it's still weird that I would have people come in and just be like, boom. And it's like, how do you not recognize my face? (laughs) Yeah. Because it wasn't about your face. It was about what you were playing. Yeah, and and that's, my name, right? Like I had said, a, though, I had a catchy name, and and I was playing yep. popular games. Yep. That said, though, I think that there's there's for as many as as again, Tim, I I think you nailed it on the head, right? A lot of people absorbed a lot of people that were in various yep. people's communities. It wasn't just us three that moved over early. Right. There was a good number of partners no, that moved we were... over that left voids in the community, but a lot of those people moved on to other communities and then are now in those communities over on Twitch because that's where they made their home after we weren't there anymore and other people weren't there anymore. But I still feel like there's a lot to be said for the time that we were over here. I know that 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 realization you talked about, that kick to the shins, Tim, mm-hmm. that motivated me to completely switch up my content. Right. right. And 
whereas I grinded through 75 different games last year on Mixer, right? I've played maybe four or five this year on mm -hmm. Twitch. Yep. You know, you know, but and I focused on DD, which is something I'd never done before on Mixer. I'm I'm focusing on trying to build communities in other places and Save interact these. different ways, right? With Sea of Thieves and, and add interaction through stream loots, right. things that I had never explored because I was in that comfort zone, right? Like I had, like you said, Tim, that ego, right? Yep. Like mm -hmm. I can I can do what I want and I'm gonna be successful because I've proven that I can do it. Yep. Until you have that, you have that that uh that security, that safety blanket. And then when that went away, you're just like, well, shit, am I really a good content creator? Or was it really just people blowing smoke at my ass? Right. And and that's, and it, it, that's it's weird. I, I think that's kind of like, like, like Sean said, I've been having this kind of like, who am I kind of episode lately? Because, you know, I've, 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 I've tried focusing on single game or single genre game of games with a little bit of that variety sprinkled in, which, mm -hmm. you know, is the kind of proven method to kind of grow um, right now on sure. as a streamer. So like focusing on like Apex Legends or um, Rogue Company, um, and then playing like Ghost of Tsushima when I want to, or th or you know, random right. games in in the in whatever sphere I want to be in. But I think I think it was just it's that whole like where where do I go and where do I take my content in a way that that still means something to the people that actually stuck around after the move. Sure but also helps me to grow on the platform. And I've just been having almost, it's almost like an identity crisis um, plus mixed in with imposter syndrome because um, coming from a place where everybody knew who I was to a place where I'm in essence, I'm, I'm a small fish in a giant ocean. Right. And mm -hmm. it, you know, it's, it's not even remotely the same because a lot of the folks who came over from mixer after it collapsed, did extreme are doing extremely well and they have completely forgotten the folks that were their forerunners and people that were friends with them on the platform, which has happened sure. in several occasions. So it's been, it's been a lot of like, I just feel like a lot of like little tiny slaps to the face, but it's grown into a big welt, if that makes sense sure. over time, no, because I, I, I of understand. how many times it's been. So I've just, I've been like really mentally trying to, to deal with how do I, how do I continue in, in a, in good conscience and how do I scale my expectations for a lower viewership, lower subscriber count, um, and in general, just lower overall reception to what I do. And I did well and I still do well, but right. it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a hard pill to swallow is all. So the, the hardest thing for me is to realize that, and, and this comes from, I forget who wrote this and I'm sorry, I'm not going to give this person like full credit, but like, they were kind of like on the way out of streaming, I think, mm. or maybe they, I don't know. I don't remember who wrote it, but they, they had like this more or less just this long monologue of that ended with the realization that viewership when it comes in pe and people who watch these things and, and, and watch the content and be part of the community, they still see us as a channel. Like they see night tide as a channel they see tim as a channel i'm shanzi as a channel at the end of the day they're going to turn that channel off and they're going to go about their business with other channels and themselves whereas we're going to stay this one channel so the thing is and this is what we talked about today in my stream is that i i see the same names a lot of times every single day and then sometimes i don't see those names but when i don't see those names I'm wondering where they're at or what they're doing. Not in a way of like, why aren't they watching me? But more of like, I wonder what they're up to. Because the thing is, as a streamer, you, glow, you grow close to these people 
and and they become more like friends and family to you a lot of times even though like they sub and give you money or, or this or that or support with time and you are seen as entertainment you know they chances are when they don't come to your stream that day they're not thinking about you they're right. they're washing their car they're taking their dog out there you know taking their mom shopping for groceries when she has to look at every label in the store but i digress <laughs> um that sounds like that sounds like experience sean <laughs> uh, you guys weren't aware i was five days um but no so but no like so at the end of the day we see them as friends they see us as entertainment and and the thing is you can't be mad at these people because it's just like that was a bug right there jesus christ okay <laughs> um or was it my hair dude i don't know if that was a bug no it was lint off my shirt okay ggs all right um but no much better than bug yes. yeah much better than bug uh but no at the end of the day like they we're wondering it, we take it as like a sign as like damn they don't want to be my friend anymore when it's the same as us being like no, I like. I'm not gonna watch this. I'm not gonna watch this show tonight just because I don't feel like watching it. Like I'm not in the mood for this show. I'll DVR so it, which Game, is watching Game of Thrones had season finale. Man, like I'm, I'm not thinking about Game of Thrones anymore, right? Like, right. And and I think that that's that's one of the the things you just have to realize too. And and I guess Tim, like, as you're talking, right? I'm like processing because I feel so many of the things that you say oh, yeah. resonate with me. Yep. And and it's it, a, a lot of it over the past few months has been a lot of a realization to me where. Where despite despite where my community is currently, I have to make the content decision for me that I think is going to ultimately allow me to to one get satisfaction out of what I'm doing because that's important too, right? right? Like it this this is a very giving thing not, to do streaming, but it's there you have to be selfish about I, I the don't content wanna, that you create. I don't want to cut you off, but that is like so important is being satisfied in what you're doing. Yep. Yes, because that's going to carry over to the community that you're eventually going to build. Yep. Right. And and so for me, with going completely, again, basically playing whatever it is I, I feel like, which could be, mm-hmm. you know, a shooter one night, an RPG for a week or two, you know, Persona, Ghost Tsushima, Last of Us, you know, whatever, to all of a sudden I'm DMing a D&D stream where I'm not interacting with people for one night a week, but creating an epic experience, hopefully for people right? And the people that are part of the game that I'm running. And then on top of that, trying to get now involved in Sea of Thieves, which is a game that I did not stream at all for the past two years. Right. Outside of like, hey, there's an update. Sean and I'll hop in a sloop and go get our asses kicked for a couple yeah. hours and then never play it again. <laughs> right? Like, legitimately, that's what happened. And now I'm like, no, I, I need a change of pace. I need to feel calm and and relaxed. And this game does that for me. So now I want to lean into it more and get better and do that right. stuff completely different content than what I was doing before. Right. right? Which is to me, mm-hmm. just, just as big of a quote unquote streamer sin as changing platforms and rebranding. Right. Like you're just right. like, uh, uh, we don't know who you are anymore. Well, I mean, I, I, my, my, my streaming went from like, I mostly played platformers and in, in RPGs to, I started playing uh, uh, an asymmetrical horror game in Friday the 13th, where I really took off as a streamer right and and like i kind of found like the niche i'm i'm or niche i'm like really good at and then like that kind of faded away and i picked up cuphead for like a month and did really well with it and then fortnite happened and that became a beast all to itself and so like with fortnite and the success that i had with it 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 made me think like you're a br streamer dude like that's what you do that's that's who you've become is you are a br streamer and so 
you know, when, when Modern Warfare came out and then Warzone came out, it was like, oh, like, obvious, this is the continuation, right? I should be playing this game, right? Because this, this is what I've done well with. Uh, all the while, like, kind of like looking at Dead by Daylight and being like, damn, like, it'd be kind of cool to hop in that game and be a part of that community and, like, do things with it because it's an asymmetrical horror game, which is right. the thing I really enjoyed and the thing I like being a part of. And, and you're fun to watch play. Yeah. And I'll be and real I, honest, I, I, you're fun I mean, to watch play. And, and the thing is, I'm, I'm, I, 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 that is where my content does best. But I had gotten in my head where it's like BR, 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 because I'm also good at BR games sometimes. And it, it's one of those things where, like, you, you, you've convinced yourself that you should be doing one thing because you're like, well, if I take off with COD, then, then I'm part of the COD community. And not only are they like very, very supportive of the COD community, but like, like the COD community, a lot of times will follow you, follow you when you do other things. Yep. yep. Right. Like they are very, they are very loyal. And so like the idea of getting into that community, because I am part of that community. Um, and as, Duty, as you say, as, yeah, right. As a consumer, uh, I'm part of that community. Uh, you know, it was a good idea. And then like, you know, I just, I just kept, kept getting that itch to like do dead by daylight. And then it's like, you know, and then I started pounding away at that. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of where I belong. And and even though it may be smaller to an extent, like the the idea of 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 doing this again, like the same way I did Friday the Thirteenth, it's like way more satisfying to me. Like, don't get me wrong, I get aggravated as hell at that game because it's one of those things that I love that game so much, I want to be good at that game. And when that game doesn't do the like be as good as it can be, you're just like, yeah. same thing with Friday the Thirteenth. Like when that game started, like Dead by Daylight is in, by no means going downhill. Dead, uh, Friday the Thirteenth went downhill because of a lawsuit. Yep. And, and it's just like, you know, it's your, it's aggravation through love. Yeah. You know, it's the same way as like getting in a fight with your wife or something Ooh. like that, where it's like, like you make me a better person. I love you more than anything, but you're doing something right now that drives me insane. Well, and that, that's how it was with call of duty for me. Like I played that, I played multiplayer hardcore for a while. Like I was right. all over it. Like that was, that was my streams for what about a month, month right. or two even. And, um, I would get so angry at that game, but Anyways, I digress. I, I just I think the the hardest thing for me has been it's almost like restarting, like it's almost right. that square one step, and it's it's intimidating and it's it's scary. Like being somebody who what? is established, who is doing, was in the top, you know, like five percent of the whole platform in terms of viewership, uh, or even higher, probably the top percent on Mixer or even less, but. Um, I think if you had 10 viewers on Mixer, you were in the 1%. Yeah. So because there were so many Xbox streamers that had zero viewers. Yep. That I, I guarantee 99% were zero viewed Xbox streams. Yeah. Yep. So it was, it's just, it's just that like that fear and concern about pretty much having to start over on something you've been building for five plus years. And it's, it's intimidating and it's scary. And it's been really tough for me from a mental health perspective, which is part of why I, I in in our um in our uh news game plus discord that we have um uh behind closed doors i was i was more or less venting my thoughts and and, right. and viewpoints on this and it, it pretty much boils down to just being intimidated to have to start over on something that you've mm -hmm. been building for a long time and it's it's just it's been it's been hard and as i said before that tough pill to swallow is just well, it's I really mean, hard to get used to you know a quarter of your pre or, or less like, and like a, uh, I would say probably closer to a sixth of my previous viewership. Right. Oh, yeah. 
on average. Well, I mean, it's it's we're all, we've also been in this game for a while now. Like it's I've been I've been doing it f- roughly five years at this point. I think Knight's there. I think you're almost yeah, there. Four and a half years. Four, yeah. yeah. So four, we've all done it four to five years at this point, and yep. we we've all had varying degrees of success, and we've seen what we want out of it. I've worked with the biggest companies in gaming. I've worked with Elgato, G Fuel, DX Racer. You know, it, a, a lot of people's bucket list companies that they want to work with. I've worked with. I can tell you at the end of the day, I don't. I you know that that kind of thing isn't necessarily who I am. I I want to work with the brands that I I actively want to work with, not because they're big, but because like I I truly like them. Yep. Um. And 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 the thing is, like, I want to work with less companies now and and interact with community more. That it, because like you see all these like big streamers and like they have these companies and and you think that's what you need to do and it's not necessarily what you need to do and I I, I can say now like my idea of streaming is I want to show up and entertain play the game talk to the community and hang out whereas before like there was this like drive to kind of be like businessman with business coming through and <laughs> and now that's not really there anymore it's it's i'm i and i i don't you know a lot of people will be like you know that's kind of jaded where you're you, you know the idea of not wanting to work with business and it's like if it's right sure but i'm also not gonna like spend the time to be like let me tell you about grubhub because yeah. i did that too and i you know i, I just like that part of me's dead like that and that part of me like i feel like hurt like my love of streaming to the point to where it's like i i i enjoy doing this podcast and making the youtube videos more than i do streaming and when i say that it's not the fact of hanging out with the community that is the part i don't like that's my favorite part that's the reason i still do it the the idea of sitting and playing a video game is the part where i'm like on camera for for five to eight hours at a time is the thing where i'm like I could take it or leave it. Like if I could have a community where we literally just sit there and hang and chill and it's an eight hour talk show, I could do that all day, day in, day out that like, but the game's needed as a backdrop sometimes, you know, that it's, <laughs> it, that's what brings some people in to be a part of the community. Right. Um, but at this point I could be a just chatting streamer and, sure. and I would be completely and utterly fine with that. See some of, some of my favorite creators now are people that just have a game as a backdrop like, and you know, uh, people like Kevin, right? Like I love going and hanging Kevin's stream. Why? Right. Cause he streams all morning. So if I want to, I can just plant him on my screen while I'm working and, you know, mute him when I'm on meetings and unmute him when I'm not don't care what he's playing because it's not why I'm there. And it's just about conversation right. and hanging and chilling. And he's really good at that, mm-hmm. but he also plays new games when they come out. And so there's like a period of a month where I don't hang out with, with Kevin mm-hmm. at a time because I don't want to be spoiled on the new right. game. Right. It's like, there's, there's definitely trade-offs, but the whole purpose of that stream is for him to connect with the community. It's not really for him to play games. And I think that that's, that's where all three of us really shine. Like you mentioned COD, right? Like it's funny. I'm wearing the shirt today, but like the, the thing about call of duty, like I ran a community for a number of years. I'm very good at the game. Tim's very good at the game. Sean's very good at the game. However, I'm much better at multiplayer than I am Warzone, And the, the multiplayer cod community is not there in the same way that the warzone cod community is there in the stream world right like you could still i could i could start up a gaming community today around multiplayer and it would be skyrocketing successful probably hundreds of people active super great everything but as a streamer just streaming multiplayer unless you're doing like hardcore lfg all the time it's not 
it's not a sit and chill type of community. Facts. Even if you're getting 20 to 30 kills a game, right? Like it's no, it's, it's not, it's not good enough. That type of content, they expect you to show out with massive skills or be wildly entertaining. And, and it's just, it's a different dynamic. So yeah. you, you have to find that, that show place that just doesn't exist, which sucks because Tim, I would totally hang out with you in a just chatting COD stream and casually play call of duty. And no yep. matter what the outcome was and just BS about everything in life. Right? But you, like, but you know, it would never catch on. But I know on. that's not content <laughs> that's not going to catch on. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, that's like, that's like Tasha, you know, she's full-time streamer too. So like as a couple of full-time content creators, like a lot of our conversations revolve around that where, you know, it's like, I, I blatantly had the conversation where I was like, I'm not going to make it or continue my community as Warzone streamer. And she was like, are you sure? Well, she's like, you're good at the game. I was like, I'm getting eight to 15 kills a game and some wins where it's like the top, the top 50 streamers in that directory get several wins a day at least and are averaging 15 to 30 kills a game. Yep. Now I was like, means like 10. <laughs> yeah. And, at and least. So, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I, it's just that realization where it's like, I can practice and I can maybe get three quarters of the way that good. Yep. And I would still be 200th in that directory because you still need I'm a squad. I need people that, to play with. Oh, there's that. And I'm, I'm the 200th best player in that directory like you right. know and I'm, so I'm not saying i'm you know right. i am but i'm saying like to that degree if i work hard and this is working hard to become that where you know i it, it's 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 like i i don't want to do that anymore like you know my thing is i'm good at dead by daylight i i'm i'm pretty good at killer like i i will say like you're, no just you're started, very good at killer you're well not and and and, and the thing is like I, and the thing is i'm still a student at that part like i'm still learning how to play it sure. and i'm pretty good but the thing is, like, the conversation is what's become important to me yep. at, at the end of the day. That's why I enjoy this so much, right? Because it's also a game that, like, I, while I'm doing it, I can also re-chat. I can also talk and, 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 and make fun and have fun. And it's one of those, except, like, except when I get really into it and I get that focus face. And then I do Nick Merck's my camera where I'm like, <laughs> you can see me like this. I, I, love, and, I love when that happens. Every yeah, time dude. I'm like, yeah, I'm, like I'm like, ooh, he's hiding. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, yeah, dude, I'm lurking. That way they don't see me. Um, it's like it's like people who play games and move the controller. Yeah, well, I do that too. Like I'm a, very, I'm a very haptic gamer. But uh, but no, like it, it, I don't know. Like at the end of the day, I think it's it's realizations are good. You just can't beat yeah. yourself up about it. And right. I think Tim, like you, you're you're doing better. Like you used to beat yourself up really bad. Yeah, yeah, really bad. And it's gonna take time. It's going yeah. to take a lot of it's time to get past Dude, that, but it's an emotional process. Yeah. Just because we left Mixer, like the idea, like, because the thing is yeah. we left Mixer, but when we went back to Mixer to talk to people, it's like cheers. Like they knew who we were. Right. Yeah. And now it's like, you go into like some random stream and it's like, what's up? And they're just like, Hey, you're yep. just like, shit okay like i'm starting this whole part over again yep it was it was it was it was very much like you'd you'd pop in and someone would be like i i've heard your name before you're insert coin theater you don't get wait. me wrong it's much better since mixer shut down and everybody's come over sure. because now everybody's here but it's still not that great that said yeah. though tim i would encourage you to look for some some games where you might be able to pwn a little bit harder than you think you can one of the reasons I've been embracing PvP, uh, PvP in Sea of Thieves so hard is because once you get the mechanics, it's so 
so beyond easy to smack kids up in that yeah. game. Well, like, but I mean, so easy. And they get so mad. They're like, why are you doing this? Because so, I'm a pirate. Die. Right. So, so I've found, <laughs> I've found that game in apex and I'm, I'm feeling right. it in rogue company when I, especially, yes. especially I when I play rogue with company. you. Like, I kind of wanted game. to have a conversation about rogue company one day on this show. Oh, like, please. Whether... It's good. Yeah. And I hate these types of games and it's really fun. <laughs> Yeah. It yeah. Really so, is. so I, I just, I found a couple of games and that's why I'm focusing on that shooter genre. Cause I'm good at shooters. Like I've always right. been really good at shooters. And like when I play apex, I pull like tonight, like I was doing the pre-show and I'm just, I'm not even like doing hardcore, like gotta win every match. And I pulled like five second places and a win tonight. And that right. was just like chilling out, well, talking I mean, with I, chat I, and, and goofing. You, you can't listen to your old community. Your old community was detrimental to your mental state. Yeah. I, I'm calling I'm calling them out. Yeah. Um, but no, that's it, like it, I remember it, when it I got you to play Fortnite with me the first time. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to walk him through this game. And and like we got like back to back dubs like in like your third game. And I was like, okay, like I I, I guess I don't he didn't really need information all that much because he seems to be doing fine. <laughs> and so yeah, I mean, like that that's your ish. And I think like I, I think that's one thing people eventually have to learn is like you you have to get like past that second game, that third game like to yeah. really find like what your niche is in the end if you yeah. like don't get me wrong you find it right off the bat and like the thing is oddly enough i found mine right off the bat first game i ever streamed was like state of decay hmm. and, it, and a horror if, game if i may like, interrupt I, for a that sec is, that is that is me uh i want i want to i want to i want to say because in chat a couple of people from my community are saying oh toxic ogs no i'm talking before i when i was on twitch youtube like way back like way before i touched mixer any of that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. there was i got yeah. uh, legitimately um there were community members that would would just crap all over me all stream and i just let you. them they they really would and like they they were very negative they were very and i'm not going to i'm not going to name names obviously no. because that's just not me but it was very it was very harmful to my own mental state and my own mental health and i'm not saying like they're the reason but they contributed to my my massive anxiety they contributed to um, my shyness as a streamer, which took me, it took me like three years to break out of my shell because I was always too afraid to jump out and do something different. Because every time that I do something that was popular, I would get crapped on. Like I would get, I would, I would, I had so many people that were just like, that were like, um, like when I played Fortnite, when I started playing Fortnite, I had people that were like, oh, well, I'm not going to hang around if you play Fortnite. Bye. And they never Tim's came back. playing Fortnite. Ew. Yeah. And, and that's, that, that's Stella. exactly, that's exactly what it was. And, and I mean, um, the, those folks won't be listening to this because I'm here, but, um, I can, I can very clearly so, tell you that those that are in chat right now are not, are not, not who we're talking yes, about. Yes. Yes. So Cause I love I, you guys. <laughs> I so spend time I, with you every week. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about G easy, the rapper. If you don't like him, that's fine. Not the biggest fan in the world myself, but like he has a line in his hit song. That is probably one of my, it's almost fucking philosophical. And he was like, geez, I want to stay broke forever. That's the line that no one ever said. <laughs> and, 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 and that's true. Like no one, like for all the crap people talk about streaming and what game you eventually choose and stuff like that. Like someone it's like, I, you know, I'm just not really looking for success. Yes, you are because it takes ego to get in front of this. Yep. And for those listening to the audio, I'm pointing at a microphone right now. Um, <laughs> in the camera or, too. Or, 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 or use your imagination. Yeah. Um, but no, so it, 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 
it takes ego to even like i i can't stand the people it's like you know don't be wrong i say leave the ego at the door and what i mean by that is you have to be accepting of so much as a content creator yeah. that like me and knight used to we we talked about the growth we needed that mixer gave us because we used to think like we're going to mold streaming into what we want it to be and that's not yep. what streaming is you have to ride the wave of what streaming is and the thing is there's different kinds of sets you just have to catch the wave that you enjoy yep. and and yep. The and, and the it, it's it's like a job anywhere else right like and and i refer to it as a job or a hobby like you're not going to change the way woodworking woodworking works you're not going to change the way uh, uh carpentry or the way you build a house it, there, there is a subset of physics that you have to follow. Streaming is the exact same. Yep. And you have to have an ego to imagine that people want to hear the words you say because you're not going to stream to an empty room. Right. You don't want it. You don't stream because you want to stream to an empty room. That's just called playing video games. <laughs> yep. And and at the end of the day, it takes ego to do this. And it, yeah, like you, ha you have to understand like where you're coming from and why you want to do this. Yep. I mean, yeah. people want to be around people that want to be successful. Like, and, and yeah. I think, I think that's another thing. A lot of content creators when they're starting out will say that, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm not looking to be big. No bullshit. You're looking to be huge. You are yeah. looking at whoever is your dream streamer and saying, I want to be that person. Even if you won't say it out loud because you're afraid, right. that's where you want to be. Yep. And, and the, the hardest thing that I had to get over that Sean had to get over when we first started was being able to vocalize that to our community because people want to support you. If you, if they know that you're trying to go someplace, right? Like if you want to be the new hit channel, then be the new hit channel. Right. Don't shy away from that. When you're like, eh, you know, this is just kind of like a thing for me. Well, you're not giving people much to latch on to. They're like, oh, okay, well, this seems like a nice person, but you know, I, I, I'd, I'd rather go be with a person that's super motivated to be yeah, right. in the space. Somebody who's and, driving towards success. And well, right. I mean, if, if, if you, if you like, if you act disinterested in your stream, your community is going to feel as though you're not interested in them. Right. hundred percent. You know, oh. those goals might be different. Yes. It might be different from person to person in terms of what that success ultimately looks like, but don't kid yourself when you're saying I want more people to come and watch me today right. than they did yesterday. That's not saying I don't care about the people that are here right. every day. That's saying that, yeah, oh. I naturally want to be more successful. That's not a diss. That's a, that's a legit thing. I want more subs today than I had yesterday. Why? Because they're all success metrics. You know, like the, those are things that tell me that I'm doing the right thing and to keep doing more of that as a content creator. It's not a, it's not something that we should be afraid to talk about openly. Right. In, and again, there's a difference between being humble and not just being like, and being, hey, we hit a milestone as a community, GG on getting us 100, 200, right. 1,000 subs. Thank you guys so much to, to, that's a whole lot different than being like, all right, we got 1,000 subs. Well, how come we don't have 2,000? You broke ass bastards. Yeah. I'm trying to do good here. Like, no, no, that's five dollars. Just give me the money. Yeah. <laughs> that just makes attack. you a dickhead. But like <laughs> there's there's a difference between humble and being honest and being grateful right. and but still being driven. And so you yep. you have to find those places. And I think that if anything, this whole happening is what I'm just gonna call mm -hmm. it of mixer shit in the bed and closing its doors and everybody moving over to Twitch and Twitch accepting some people and denying a ton of other people and all this kind of stuff and all this rigmarole and everybody trying to figure out where they belong is that we have that we have that choice right now that we have to commit to and recommit to the process. 
Right. And there's going to be a lot of people I've, I've seen a lot of people talking about me. I just, I just don't know if it's worth doing anymore. Right. You know, because there's like, people that had over. 20, 30, 40, 50 plus thousand followers on Mixer with, you know, hundreds of thousands of channel views and things like that, that are just like sitting with 10, 15 viewers a stream. And they're just like, what do I, what happened? Like <laughs> we're, what, what is this even worth doing anymore? And that's again, not to diss the people that are there. So supporting them, but like, when you go from that, that's a huge hit to your mental state when that happens. So there's a lot of people that are reevaluating if this is the right place for them to be still four years later. Yeah, is this right. the right type of content to create? Should I be switching it up? Should I be making choices? So don't be surprised if you see a lot of people, I don't, and, and I, you know, to choose not to stream to anymore or change up their content drastically because they're trying to just do something different now that they have that essentially clean slate again. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's kind of a new world again. And that is a good thing as much as it's a terrifying thing. Yep. For sure. You just got to commit, you know? Yeah. And it's difficult. And I think that's kind of where I've been is that whole, like I've, I've, I've been through the waves of it already where it's like, is it worth doing still? Definitely. I'm enjoying it. Right. Like the, right. you, you got to think about like, do you still like to stream is, is the, is the metrics, the dependent thing that makes right. your enjoyment there. And if it is, if that, if, if you're dependent on metrics, then just give up because. Well, it's, it's, it's that too. And like, I will say like, I, I, I am suffering from burnout right now. I even just said that in my chat where it's just like, I've gone hard in the paint for the last year and a half, just trying to like kind of rebuild from getting away from more away from Fortnite and stuff like that. And, and right now I'm tired. And like, I, I will say like the downside of content creation is it's like, I don't get that vacation. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't get that time, uh, time paid off or, or, or paid time off where like, it's like, okay, I'll be back in a week, guys. If I do that, like, dude, like I, I've dropped 200 and some subs in the last three days. Oof. Yeah. So sure. yeah. It, it, island. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's very, yeah, it's very, you get bodied very yeah. quickly. Right. And yeah. so. Sure. But no, I mean, it's, it's. I don't know. At the end of the day, I, I I think we're we're all seeing the the light more at the end of the tunnel with with doing this. Like we enjoy the podcast. It's it's yes. picking up more people are watching it right now live. Thank you on Twitch yep. than, Thank than you so I much. think ever has. So we appreciate that. But uh, yeah, I mean, you guys got anything else to say on that topic? I, I think I think we should definitely pivot and do a uh, taggable topic that is currently <laughs> trending. Right. So um, so there was a massive leak of Nintendo source code. And this doesn't mean like like Switch games. I mean, some Switch games are included, but this means everything from like Wii U all the way down to NES level. Like, so so gigabytes, terabytes of data. Um, so I I think somebody that was work. So okay, so I'll read I'll read a little bit of this here. Okay, um, so nobody I don't know if anybody really knows where it came from, but it, it's a uh, um. It was discovered by a retro retro enthusiast and amateur game developer named Cosmo, and he found that um, Nintendo had leaked, uh, or there was a leak from Nintendo um, uh, of source code for games like F Zero and A Link to the Past. Wow! Okay. Yeah, like these big games, like the entire development history of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, which we have never seen the code or development side of of um a pokemon and, game and, like and, this and let me say just the fact that this is nintendo if this was any other company i'd be like yeah okay whatever old games leaked but like nintendo is like 
the end of Indiana Jones where it's like, what, well, what are you going to do with the art? Top men. And, and, you know, it's just a giant warehouse of secrets. And that's essentially what Nintendo is, is they don't leak stuff. They don't really like, well, they Nintendo don't, they don't, is, they don't give any of that stuff away. They, they when keep it, their when cards it comes close to stuff, to their chest. Well, yeah. When it comes to stuff like this, like Nintendo doesn't like fuck up. Yeah. Really? They, so. they are very closed when it comes to what they do. And the, so nobody knows where the Giga Leak came from. They just know it exists. So no, so it's, I'm, it's, it's a mystery as to where it came from. Can you clarify something for me, Tim? Because I, I, get, I always get confused. And it's like, okay, source code leak. I'm like, okay. In my head, I go, I understand this is big because I understand code, but I also understand that every, all of these games have already been emulated. So somebody's already been mucking around in the code. So, why is this? So they're why, not. Why they're, is this? So they're super not super important. The thing is, is that they're not in, directly in the code when there's emulation and things like that. That's that's okay. changing hex codes of already compiled software. So. Gotcha. When, when you compile a binary, so, so let me kind of put this into, into layman's terms. When you take your code and create a program, so on Windows, that's a .exe file, that's creating a binary. That is mm -hmm. code that is converted into um, either like a hex format behind the scenes or ones and zeros. And the way that, and, and so it's impossible to, it's, it's very difficult to reverse engineer. So this sort of thing is really important because we are getting source code for games that are so old that now they can be preserved forever by video game historians. So right. one of the big problems in gaming right now is, is video games get lost because we have like, th think about, so, so every Wii shop game has been inventoried, but imagine every, you know, not every game from early DLC stuff, not every game that's ever been on steam is necessarily archived. There's no backup right. of those games. So if a company folds and the game just disappears, it it's goes gone, nowhere. Yeah. Games like, think like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. They pulled that from the PS3 store and the Xbox 360 store. You cannot buy those anymore. You can only ever get them if you emulate and have the packages to emulate them. So it's important to have them because some of these games disappear entirely. And this is coming from me because the legal ramifications are freaking massive for this. Like that is, that is right. Just to, just to throw that out there as a legal thing, this is ownership. Having, having this stuff is highly illegal, much sure. like having a ROM right. without owning the original cart is technically yep. illegal. <clears throat> However, for gaming historians, it's that double-edged sword of we need to preserve this because gaming right. history disappears. Like there are a ton of like Atari games that have disappeared entirely. There are a ton of games that have released on, on various platforms. There are entire platforms that have disappeared, like the Engage and things like that, that are just right. like, how do you play those? Like you have to make an emulator to play mm -hmm. that and hope someone bought right. the game out of like the, what, like a hundred thousand people that bought it worldwide, like that right. sort of stuff. So it's a really important thing, but it's also that double-edged sword of we want to preserve this, but it's really illegal. Like, like we gotta, we gotta store this somewhere. So right. what do it's we up do? on the web now. It's not, now that it's on the web, it's not well, going. I, I just right. love that people were losing their collective shit that Luigi apparently was in Nintendo or super Mario 64. Yeah. Well, we've known that though. That was a, he was originally planned to be in super Mario 64, yeah. but they didn't have the time to finish it or something. And I think he ended up playable or Yoshi ended up playable or something in the 3DS port because okay. they put more features in. So, yes, the code was there and everybody speculated that it was there. But, I mean, we've pretty much known that it was supposed to so, be Mario I mean, or like, so, so besides stuff like that, was there anything like groundbreaking in this that like people were like, oh, my God? 
So, um, all right. So, because like I said, I was away kind of like from the internet almost all weekend. And when I was on the internet, technically I was actually just playing Ghost of Tsushima. So, uh, that, that, that was my online time this weekend. So there were, um, the, the biggest things are like, we, we just literally have never seen the, every bit of the development of a Pokemon game. And it's big because you see things that were axed because of time restraints or resource restraints. Mm -hmm. You you see Pokemon that were removed or, um, you know, that sort of thing. And you see having the whole development history, you see literally everything from day one all the way to to release. Really, it's just the biggest deal of the idea that we're having to peek behind the curtain, but the curtain was actually the Berlin Wall. Right, exactly. And, And it's a big deal because then the the more nefarious folks will now understand how the game works how the um how the mm. how the code works they can utilize that to create clones which then saturates the market which damages the ips so there's a lot of negatives that come with this I, but I as they see game, what speedrunners do with this right exactly like they'll, they're going to understand or either have like compiled versions that are modified to enable quicker mm-hmm. speed runs and things like that's going to be really interesting to see right. but my as a gaming history buff this Same. is a huge deal because we get to see a side of Nintendo we've never seen before. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. God so, bleeds. Yep. God bleeds, indeed. But I think, like, the code for Star Fox 2 leaked. Uh, I want to see if there's a full list. Um, so, for on. those that don't know, the the this also, for things like that, Star Fox on the... Uh, was it Star Fox Adventures on GameCube? That was never actually supposed to be a Star Fox game. That was like a, di- a weird dinosaur adventure mm-hmm. game yep. that they re- reskinned for Star Fox because people were clamoring for a Star Fox game. So it's kind of like, like like Doki Doki on for Super Mario 2 on the NES. Okay, so... All right, so they found the source code for um, several Super Mario World 2 prototypes. Um a master master rom or maybe even the source code of because again this is terabytes of data so they haven't had a chance to like soak through it all but like apparently the code for super mario rpg um let's see the development repository for the wii shop channel source code which means that means that somebody can emulate a wii shop channel and if they can get a wii to respond to it you could connect to it and either purchase or download games like homebrew games and stuff for your Mm -hmm. wii which is really neat because that's been the plug's been pulled on that. Um, uh, a DS emulator um, that that was developed internally to emulate Nintendo DS games so that you can play mm-hmm. them on newer newer consoles and things when you purchase the games. Um, the code supposedly for Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening DX, uh, Yoshi's Island, Mario Kart, F Zero, The Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, Super Mario All Stars, um, Star Fox, Star Fox Two. Um, and apparently there was evidence that a Pokemon MMO was supposed to come out or was in progress of being developed at some point. So like these really big revelations on top of holy crap, like we have the ability to look at how these games work on the inside and yeah. how Nintendo makes games. So it's it's just interesting yeah. more than anything, but it's yeah, highly illegal but super cool. <laughs> so it leaked, I guess, through like 4chan or something, which is pretty typical, but um <laughs> It's so, it's it's crazy, man. It's such a cool concept that yeah, that we, I, we, get I, a, we get a look inside of Nintendo, and I feel bad I for Nintendo, like but um, I'm sure you know their their <laughs> lawyers' heads are exploding. Um, but like with glee, <laughs> so from 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 an outside perspective, like because these are really old games. These are most of them are right. games that there's nothing 
knew about them. So they're they're mostly not even on the market anymore. Well, it's it's wondering too, like like the copyright for these specific titles, like what kind of, you know, like how, how much how litigious are they really going to get for this kind of thing, other right. than the leak itself? Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, of course they're going to stop clones like they always have and things like that. Yep. Also, um, kind of like not necessarily breaking, but apparently it was leaked from a uh, toy shop in. Uh, the UK, where it's saying Halo Infinite's multiplayer will run at 120 FPS, and okay. rumored rumored to be free to play. Ooh, I mean, if they're aiming to make it a 10 year venture, they may need to make it free to play. I mean, it's called Infinite. Like, yep. it's not like what well, are they going to do Infinite? Too? I mean, it's going to be free to play sense. on Game Pass. So, yeah. in, in yeah. a sense, like that's that's part of the thing. Game Pass breaks all the rules. Yep. Right. Right. Like. And and I or it maybe rewrites the rules. And I know that UB has their UPlay Plus and EA has Origin, you know, access right. and all that stuff. But like Game Pass is 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 the premier service in this space. And with more and more people looking to get involved with that kind of stuff, and they're bringing more to the table in terms of of Game Pass, it's yeah. really hard not to look at something like Halo Infinite or any of these I'm other just, games I'm, as free free to play because they're on Game Pass. I'm just so excited because now I'm gonna have a dual PC setup and I don't have to worry about like whether like Hell like yeah, dude. I, I I don't even have to worry about getting an Xbox now because yep. I'm gonna get all those games on PC. Yep. And I have a yep. I'm gonna have a monitor that I can do at yeah. 120 frames. So hell's yeah. Uh, how are we on time, Tim? So like, we we, we actually are run? 50 57 minutes. So we're right at okay. the end. So 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 just let's speedball. It's not it's not uber huge announcements. 2K announces partnership with one team partners in NFL players associations. Essentially, That's actually that, really big. <laughs> it's actually bigger because like I still think 2K five is one of the best like NFL games ever made. It has Terrell Owens on the cover when he was an Eagle. Um, even though I'm a Niners Panthers fan. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's worth. I understood to be some with, of those words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, a, a quote was, we're thrilled to be working with the NFLPA, which is the player, Tim, for those that's, that's more or less the players union, Tim, it's called okay. NFL national football players, players association. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and that's, that's like their union that, that will, uh, negotiate on behalf of the players to the right. NFL itself, the owner's, uh, union. Cool. Well, it's, um, it's a bigger thing because now we finally have a, a option. notable studio that is going to compete against Madden again, where we haven't seen that in years. So that's good. Anything so that yeah, makes so EA innovate in this space, because I hear constantly, right. it's the same game every year, just with a different roster. Maybe well, I mean, they'll, maybe they'll come out with the, do something. I've had the idea where it's like play, pay big money for the base game one time and then just pay for a $40 roster update every year. Yep. And make that kinda, last like know. five, ten years. But uh, so official official uh, announcement is that uh, the partnership will grant 2K the right for the feature of names, numbers, and um, images and likenesses for over 2,000 uh, 2, current NFL players. Uh, one team, the NFLPA's group licensing representative, facilitated the deal. Uh, and this is from the president of 2K. We're thrilled to be working with the NFLPA and one team to bring the biggest and best stars in football to the games we're working on. We want to give fans the experience that are authentic, memorable, and fun and have a roster of real-life uh, sports heroes through the Players Association and one team. I like how they keep bringing up the NFLPA and not the NFL or the Owners Association here. Like, it, 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 it it's... Well, let's let's keep in mind, fam, what has not happened so far this year? Football. So who's probably looking to make a little extra pocket change? The players. Yep. Yep. So also on the list was uh, and, and this is actually a really big deal, too. So I hate that. Like time is downplaying it. Uh, Riot partnered with a uh, Tim, you know more about this. Sorry. Like, yeah, go, so, go ahead. so there, there's a city that's being built. That's like the city of the future called Neom in Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia has 
uh, I'll say dubious LGBTQ uh, rights um, uh, uh, history. <laughs> I don't even know if you can say dubious. A terrible. We'll say terrible yeah, track yeah. record when it comes to LGBTQ. Du dubious um, leaves room for innocence. Yeah, and there there's none there. Yeah. Um, so um, they Riot Games, while they were sporting a, a a Pride logo, so an LGBTQ Pride logo announced they were going to partner with Neom um uh with uh for their um their league uh Europe league, whatever it is their league championship Europe um for League of Legends which was obviously met with some um severe apprehension I'm trying to be political here <laughs> delicate maybe but that said um yeah a lot of people did not like that people very know much. likey just just spit it like it is Tim people were pissed People were pissed right? and much to their credit. And I'm giving me, cause I'm not a fan of riot games. They, they, they've screwed up a little too much for my liking, but to their credit, they, the next day backpedaled and canceled the partnership. And that was probably a, a, an ass load of money to use the scientific term um uh in their pocket well, that and and well i mean an ass load of money to turn down and a, a very powerful group to turn your back on yes kind of thing because it's the saudi so, arabian government that's exactly that that yeah. is them that's the saudi arabian government so they literally told the saudi arabian government they can take their money and shove it and today's news right makes old prices go up <laughs> So no, they'll just get it through a shell corporation later, but still. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so, uh, that's, that's the gist of it. And, um, okay. uh, like kudos, kudos to them for actually listening to their customers yeah. instead of just being like, but yeah. the money is much better than what we care about. Well, you. I mean, they, they, they very much could have done a blizzard China, Hong Kong situation here mm -hmm. where it's like, we're going to do better as they sweep it under the rug. Yep. Um, yeah. and, well, because and, we, we were talking about this before. Most people are uninformed. Mm -hmm. Most people don't know that this is a thing. Right. Probably. And, and I'm, and I mean this with all sincerity, right? Like it's not a jab at anybody. Most people wouldn't care, right? Like they're there to play their video games. Those that really enjoy the games that Riot makes, well, we're they're going to play we, those games and we that's go it. We the business. Like we go into right. the, like, and, that's and, what and this show's for is to inform you of what's going on with that kind of thing. So, so again, so to piggyback though, to piggyback on what Tim said, it, to me, it's that much more impressive that they actually backed out of that partnership because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, most of these companies could just do these things and very much go unchecked. If the games are good, people are going to buy them and play them. If they're not there, that is going to ultimately be a driver more so than anything else, right? Like how many times have we heard video game studios mess up with either sexist remarks, especially in the past few years, right? Like, or or like the, the whole HN debacle with THQ Nordic. You remember that? Yeah, I mean, like there's so there's Shout so out much stuff out there. Uh, there's so many so many things that happen, and Battlefield fans are still going to play Battlefield, right? Like the Darksiders fans right. still can play Darksiders. So, like it, it, it's not at the end of the day, those types of decisions have less of an impact than we like to think that they do. So yeah, to right. see that they actually made an impact in this case is is nice. It's right. nice to see. Well, and it, it's it's good they made the 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 ethical or moral decision versus sure. the, the, the monetary decision, because right. it would be very easy for them to take what is, like I said, likely an ass load of money and just be That's like, it. you know what? We'll take a cut of, you know, 10% of our, our fan base to make that much money because it, it'll, it's the ROI is there, but instead they took the step and said, you know what? Screwed up. We're not going to do it. So, right. Yeah. So kudos to them. Kudos. Yeah. And, and I mean, it, yeah, it, 
in in chat Janie brings up you know they they partnered in the first place but right keep back. keep in mind that a lot of these things happen without people doing their research which sucks and is dumb but it happens a lot in business especially when you get companies the size of Tencent and Riot involved i'm not excusing it it's oh hey look you're Sean now um i'm not excusing it i'm not okay with that but ultimately they did make the right choice at the end and as little as i like riot i i have to give them some kudos in that regard yeah I, I, like you said i think it's even less than 10 percent. i think you'd be talking about less than one percent of the player base for that league, would actually yeah. know and care and do stuff for, for league yes so again to, to see that there's a little bit of of social awareness that's going into it i think goes a long way yeah. i think culturally right like i think i think as we continue to become more and more of a global economy and there's interdependencies with different groups of people and especially with all the civil rights movements that are going on now, not just in the U S but throughout the world, because it's really caught fire throughout the world, having some awareness and, and having some respect for, for the, you know, the, the standards of the world at this point yeah. is, is nice to see. I, I really, I really think that there's a, a decent amount of respect in that action and, and give them the goodwill where it is. Yeah. And it, it does, it does. It's nice that they, they decided to back out of a partnership with people who have very obvious human rights abuse that are well-documented problem. So like if, if, if any company, even, even if it's, you know, a China owned company like Tencent who owns right games, like even if it's that kind of a company that makes that ultimate call, Hey, Hey, new night tide. Um, sorry, sorry. The, uh, dog doggo got a case of the 80 pound zoomies. And before oh, the world was Lord. shattered, I had to, yeah. put, I had put to go a stop tackle. to those shenanigans. Yeah. Sorry about that. So, so anyway, so, so, um, I think that ends the show. We're at over an hour at this point. So do you want to wrap us up, Bye Sean? Guys? Yes. Uh, so what they all said, cause I, I, I could still hear as I was chasing the, uh, uh just, <laughs> just an absolute unit you're chasing uh, down, gravy it's down, fine. A, down a hallway I, I i i even had to do like that fat guy thing before i sat back down where i collected my breath where i'm like dude don't let them see you choking like <laughs> so guys thank you for watching today if you haven't subscribed followed on 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 the respective thing you're watching on if you're watching this on youtube make sure you subscribe ring the bell give us a thumbs up it does mean way more than you think even commenting goes a long way to making sure more people see this. And of course, if you're watching this live on Twitch on the News Game Plus, uh, twitch.tv forward slash News Game Plus, make sure you hit the follow. You can support, subscribe, uh, give bits, all the fun things. And of course, patreon.com forward slash News Game Plus, where we're eventually going to have more. We're, we're reworking the Patreon so far. It's just very much a thank you system of we appreciate what you do for us. And 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 we'll, more will come of it when we we'll figure get the it shout out. out. Thing figured out at some point. Yeah, is, it's it's yeah. it's it, it changing things around and doing things like it, it, we're working on it. Yeah, we're working. But on it. we appreciate your support. And of course, if you just want to find us, NGP Show on Twitter and News Game Plus, I think on TikTok, Instagram, and all that stuff. Yep. Thank you for joining us. We will be back oh, uh, on. Love you guys. Yep, we'll be back on Monday for Achievement Unlocked live, and that goes live Tuesday. And you'll probably be seeing this on Friday if you're watching this after the fact yes. and not live. But you can watch this live on Thursday night. So please come hang out with us. Spend some time. We do a pre-show. We do a post-show. And we love to yes. just hang out and spend time with you all. We play some video games together because we like spending time with each other as much as we like spending time with you. Yeah, post-show is where we'll answer unrelated questions, person in the chat. Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> 
So uh, we love you very much. Thank you so much for spending your time with us, and we will see you all next time on News Game Plus. Have a good one. Bye-bye.